I want to change lives. I want to show people how to progress in their money. I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. So you guys, listen, I don't even have to introduce this person because he's going to tell us his story, but I have on today's Speaker Spotlight, Andy Audate, and this guy, I mean, I'm telling you, I met him at an event, what, two years ago? About that, yeah. About two years ago, and I just knew he was someone important. Just the way he walked, just his energy, everybody was approaching him, talking to him, and we finally got to really get to know each other this year, and I'm super honored and proud that you're on our show today. So, Andy, who is Andy? Tell us your story. Tell us where you're from. I mean, I know this, but our viewers don't. Just tell us a little bit about you and how you got started in the industry. Well, I'm a loving, connected, ambitious, vulnerable, powerful, hungry, determined, relentless man. That's who I am. Uh-huh. And, and what, I, what I do is I host seminars and I give people access to my network and to my, to my mindset, but also uh-huh. I give people strategies on how to brand themselves and market themselves to create expansion in their business. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about like how you got started because you're such a, you're a really great speaker. Okay. And you've helped a lot of people. You have your own events. I actually spoke on one of your stages just a few months ago, which was amazing by the way. Um, so tell us how you really got started because I know someone in particular mentored you. How did that come about and tell us who your mentor was? So I got started in the speaking space. Well, in the entrepreneurship space, I got started mm-hmm. from YouTube, actually, from, from, oh. from YouTube and pain okay. both combined. YouTube being the access to knowledge or the mm-hmm. idea that there's something better for me rather than what I was experiencing then. So right. you have what we call the current scene, C-U-R-R-E-N-T, the current scene, and then you have the ideal scene. The current scene at the time was I was 13, 14 years old mm-hmm. in an impoverished area, growing up in the small state. And I, but the ideal scene was being an entrepreneur, seeing what I saw on YouTube. And so YouTube was my first mentor. Right. Then, then at the age of 17, 18, I get a job working at Metro PCS, working at, as a, as a, as a part-time sales rep at one of the cell phone stores. And Mm -hmm. the owner of that company, of that Mm -hmm. dealership of Metro PCS was my mentor. And because of that, uh, that mentorship or that guidance. Yep. I had the opportunity to open up my own cell phone store. And because I had experience with someone who's already successful, mm-hmm. I then was able to grow my, my cell phone business in a successful manner in a short period of time. So I made my first million by 21. That's then crazy. Moved- wait, 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 wait. You can't just skim over that like that's yeah. nothing. You made your first million dollars at the age of 21. Like a lot of people will be blown away by that. I mean, that's incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like how, what was your mindset to even get to that point though? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, 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 it's me being hungry. You know, I didn't relax. I, I, it was little relaxed time. It was constant yeah. hunger. So right. I remember, like yesterday, yeah, today, today is the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Years ago on Christmas, I was still working at my, you know, on the cell phone store. So the employees right. had their time off. But, hey, I was getting ready and I was preparing for growth. I was, like, exactly. saying, hey, where, where's my next level at? It was never a time to relax. So I didn't, mm-hmm. like, calm down. Oh, it's the holidays, you know, let me. Right. So that's the difference between people who thrive and people who make it. I promise you, in my, in my circle, the amount of people that I have that are very successful on Christmas, they took out their time for their family, 100%. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, at some point during the day, they were saying, hey, man, I'm getting prepared for work. I'm working exactly. right now. 
exactly. I didn't take the time off. Mm-hmm. So, so even back then, even back mm-hmm. then, that that mindset still resonated in me. That that, that it does now. And but by 21, I made my first million. But here's here's the thing about making that a lot of money at a young age, man. Mm-hmm. I had I did a I did a podcast of the day. I, when I when I was traveling to uh, to do seminars in the in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the midst of that travel, I stopped in Arizona and did a podcast with the person who's essentially partake in having the most liked image on Instagram. So this young guy, he he created, he was part of the campaign of the most liked egg, the most liked image. He that oh picture, okay, you know, yeah. that picture passed Kylie Jenner and Kim I remember Kardashian. seeing that post. Yeah, I know the yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, I know of him from that when it went viral. Right. So I, I went to go meet him. He's a good friend of mine. We connected in Vegas and then we've been friends ever since then a couple of years ago. And nice. so I stopped by and I said, hey, let me interview you based on what happened. So I would have one of the most uh, exclusive interviews because he didn't want to be interviewed by the big publication. So he just right. wanted to keep it in the circle. So on that podcast, when I was talking to him, mm-hmm. he was explaining how bad it is to go viral, like why people don't actually want to go viral. And essentially the reason right. why was because if you reach such a peak, what are you striving for next? Like, like what, what's next for you? Like, your progression is, is damn yeah. near impossible. Exactly. So that means the only way to go is down. Yeah. So mentally, you're not progressing. Mentally, you're regressing. Exactly. Um, and, and essentially, that's what happened to me after making such an abundant amount of money, coming mm-hmm. from where I, where I come from, where there's blood stains on the street, there's gunshots, and, and you don't fret. You hear people get that got killed, and you, your first question is like, oh, it's not, oh, my gosh, it was a murder. That's not your mindset. Your mindset is, hey, is it somebody I know, though? Mm. oh it's not somebody i know hey man no problem that happens every day you know wow. so so that's the mindset mm-hmm. so m- coming up that high mm-hmm. i eventually went downhill right probably there for after and, and so it sounds sweet and all <clears throat> but i understand that the, the pain that it comes with i understand the responsibility that it comes with and i also mm-hmm. understand the, the amount of friends that i lost Wow. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a lot of responsibility for someone that young, you know, and so like, you kind of talked a little bit about it, but what has been one of the most challenging moments like in your career? Because you're more than just a speaker, you're an entrepreneur as well. But talk a little bit about your business, but then also about our speaker about your speaking business, because most of our audience, they're trying to either start their speaking business or 10x their speaking business. So the biggest challenge, I would say is self doubt. You know, the mm-hmm. person that you were alluding to earlier, the person that you were alluding to earlier was my mentor who, who yeah. supported me in the speaking business. So I had, right. the, I had the Metro PCS mentor that supported me in the cell phone business. Right. And when I moved to California, mm-hmm. I got, after having such a success in the cell phone business, I took that money, moved to Cali, and then I got a, I got a mentor in the speaking business. Mm-hmm. And that mentor was Les Brown, the legendary mm-hmm. motivational speaker Les Brown. Mm-hmm. And, and Les trained me. I worked with him. Then I went on tour with him. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest challenges that I had in entrepreneurship would be self-doubt. Number one, I recognized that I was black. Right. And it was literally this weekend. I'm not this weekend. Actually, what day is it? So it was yesterday. I was watching this, I was watching this uh, TV show about the Wu-Tang Clan, how they got together, how they emerged. And I saw the opposition that they had as being young black men. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about my life. And I started recognizing that, hold on, I've been subconsciously brainwashed as a young black man that that I'm not good enough, that I'm not powerful enough. Yeah. Like, I should be scared of the police. I should be nervous. I should be on edge. I should be fighting. I should be angry. I should be all these characteristics yeah. that come through like a negative segment. Mm-hmm. And I said, I remember watching that show and, and there was a, a, a scene 
where there was an old head. So in the streets, we call the old head or, or OG. OG mm -hmm. stands for original gangster. Mm -hmm. But old head means someone who's an elder of age with wisdom. So I said, there was an old head on the, on the TV show as I'm watching it, talking mm -hmm. to a, what we call in the streets a young buck. A young mm -hmm. buck is just someone who's, who's young, who's out in the streets right. doing his thing. So mm -hmm. old head is talking to a young buck, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, you got to recognize that you're a king. You got to recognize that you're a king. And I, I literally, as I'm watching this show, I'm at mm -hmm. my friend's house watching this show, and for something over comes, comes inside of me, and I was like, yo, get out of, get out of here. Go, go, to, go to grind. Go grind. So I told my boy, I said, hey, bro, I'm, I'm out. I dapped him up. I left. I went home, and I said, <laughs> look, 2020 is the year yeah. for extreme affluent growth. Amen. But I share that with you to say this. Even though those challenges that I had, the, mm -hmm. the biggest challenge would be self-doubt, to answer your question. Yeah. Self-doubt. The fact that I'm young, I'm, 20, I'm currently 24, the fact that I'm black, mm -hmm. the, the fact that I come from an impoverished area, the fact that I, I'm a little overweight, the fact that, uh, you know, whatever opposition or odds that are against mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. those, those self-doubts creep in my mind every single day and it and mm -hmm. nags me. It's like, can you actually do this? Mm -hmm. No, can you, can you, and then, and then, and then, and I, and then I do it and mm -hmm. I try to go scale to a higher level, progress higher. Then it's like, right. yeah, I know you did that one, but can you do the but next you do one that? though? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So constantly in my head, like that question, can you do it? And mm -hmm. so my, 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 my solution to that, and then other people look at it as arrogance. Like I, I did a sales call the other day and the lady said, oh, you're pretty arrogant. And I'm like, no, it's not that I'm arrogant. Right. I'm just, Confident myself is just the fact that no one tells me, no one whispers in my ear every day. Right. You're powerful. You have to pump up yourself because if you don't pump up yourself, who else is going to do it for you? And and that's the thing that I, I, you know what? That's funny that you said that because I didn't think people will. It's kind of funny that a woman told you that, but as a black woman, because you're saying like as a black man, listen, we got it twice as hard as you. <laughs> Because we're a woman and we're black, right? And the thing, you know, I look young. I don't really look my age. But it's funny that you said that because when we're confident, you know, I have men a lot in the industry be like, oh, wow, you're really aggressive. And my first response is, would you have said that if I was a man? And they they get checked and they're like, oh, whoa, I wouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, listen, we all have like that doubt. And like you said, I had to learn how to just be me and not really care if it makes other people feel uncomfortable. You get what I'm saying? But you're right. We all have that negative self-talk, but we have to work our way out of it. And the thing about you is that you've already hit a certain level of success. And so that voice in your head, sooner than later, you're going to learn how to shut it off. Because you're 24. It still blows my mind. I mean, you're 24. You're 24. You have so many years ahead of you. So that stuff just kind of takes time, but I'm just super proud to even witness your growth and to learn from you because I'm learning from you. Age, age, age has definitely been one of the one of the biggest triggers of, of especially like the people that I work with. Work with, uh -huh. you know, like I'm I'm currently setting up a tour. So prior to this prior to this uh, call, I was doing a sales training appointment uh -huh. with my with my staff uh -huh. and my sales team, and. Some of the speakers or some of the people in this industry, when they're like, when I when I present the opportunity to work with me, it's so mm -hmm. fucking hilarious. Like, like it's like I, I share the idea of of working with me, mm -hmm. and they say, yeah, you know, it sounds great. Like, let's do it. What have you done in the past? And I share what I've done in the past, mm -hmm. and I share what I'm going to do. And it's like, oh man, that must be impossible. But here's the thing: it's not that it's impossible for me; it's impossible for you. Mm -hmm. 
I, this, this speaker that I talked to, that's, that's like, oh, Andy, I've been speaking for 25 years. You know, so, so cause, cause we're going we're gonna to go into the speaking, because you, cause you did mention the speaking. This is for your audience. Oh, Andy, I've been speaking for 25 years. I say, oh, my gosh, 25 years? You've been speaking since before I was born, technically. Wow. Right. So, so, so I mean, I'm hosting a tour. We're, we're going to put about 2,000 people in the seats. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have a reach about 800,000. Ironically, right now, I'm approving an article for Forbes magazine. Mm -hmm. In the, in the forums, do you want to be part of my tour? Oh, well, you're only 24, young man. I could teach you a few things. I said, great, I'm willing to learn. However, exactly. we're talking about you being part of my tour. Do you want to be part of my tour? Exactly. Well, how can, how can you do, do doing a tour? Like, don't you need, don't, don't you need, and, and it's like, their doubt starts creeping into exactly. me. Exactly. Don't allow other people, because that's the thing though, people can only support you at the level that they're at. So if they don't believe it for themselves, it's going to be very hard for them to believe it for you. You know what I mean? And I've had to learn how to just not even tell people what I'm doing. And I know it's hard for you because you're trying to gain a community of people to ride with you as you're climbing, but you're going to know very easy who should be coming with you and who's not even ready. I don't care if you've been speaking two years or 25 years. God gives everyone their God-given natural talents. And I know yeah. those kids that are making way more money than us, you know, like that kid that was just uh, going viral. He made, what, $29 million in 2019 on YouTube, and he's nine years old. <laughs> Do we know that made $29 million? So these kids can teach us. So like you said, it, that's just ar that's arrogant to me. Because it doesn't matter the age. Knowledge is knowledge. And if you haven't done it before, like you said, you should sit down and just listen. So tell me something that you are very proud of. Because in your 24 years, we've all done something where we can sit back and be like, man, I did that. What is that moment for you? I moved from the East Coast to the, to the West Coast. That's awesome. It, By it be, uh, no, I moved with my friend. Uh, oh, we, okay. we, moved, we moved together and... Um, I went to him in 2016 and I said, hey, you want to do something crazy? Do you want to move to the West Coast? Or mm -hmm. do you want to move? And he said, where do you want to move to? I said, uh, I don't know. Let's move to California, L.A.? <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and then he said, he said, yeah, sure. And then literally from there on, we just kept it at L.A. So I could have right. said it. Phoenix could have came about on top of my head and I would have moved to Phoenix. Like, it, it, right. Or Vegas. It just happened mm -hmm. to be L.A. And then when I got to L.A., I found out how much it was to live here. Then I was like, oh, right. man. Like, but... <laughs> But I still made it happen, you know, but, yeah. but it, it would be that as far, but, but most importantly, what I'm really proud of mm -hmm. is it wouldn't be something like tangible. Like okay. I, I, I typically don't acknowledge my wins or my progression. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm very numb to it. Mm -hmm. And and it, That's it would weird. Be, I'm the same way. I don't know why is you? that. Like, yeah, I'm the same way. Well, I, you know, my, my assumption would be that it allows us to continue to grow because yeah. cause, cause it's, there's no I made it feeling that took place. Exactly. Like, there's never going to be that. There's never. Because I, I feel like the you, moment... When, I, when I spoke to you, I, I had a conversation with you on the phone uh -huh. and you were sharing with me your successes, your, your wins in, in the, the teaching business and the courses and mm -hmm. the, the trains that you were doing. I'm like, well, that's very profound. Mm -hmm. Like like many many would, would actually stay right there and say, yo, I fucking made it. Like, like, don't you see I'm teaching the new generation right now? And many mm -hmm. would say, like, I made it. And you said, like, hey, I did it. Now what's next? And, you, and now you're entering the new space. And, like, out of nowhere, you become a paid speaker. And, and, then, and then people are introducing me, like, yo, have you heard of Dupay? Or have you heard of Dupay? And that's what made me come to you that day when I met you the first day. Was, was yeah. although, although, like, I walked with confidence, they were like, hey, bro, 
I need you to come meet with this person. Boom. And if you remember, I came and I sat next to you and I was yeah. like, hey, so, so that's what, that, like out of the 150 or 200 people in that room that day, they gra- somebody grabbed a group of people were like, yo, come meet this person. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I was, this, this was me. This was me. I was like, I was like, oh, like, like come, come into the studio. So I love very, it. It's very mean, profound what you've accomplished. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I think like God has given me, you know, in the Bible, it talks about like using your talents. I definitely have the talent to teach. And people always ask me like, how did you become a speaker? Like, how do you speak so well? And I tell them, listen, it's to me, it's the same thing as teaching inside the classroom, other than it's now me teaching on stage on a mass scale. So I'm just doing what comes natural to me is just teaching what I know, you know, through my experiences. And that has been building businesses and just teaching people how to better themselves in their lives. Like I love personal development. I love content creation. So I just teach what I know. That, that's really what it is. Tell no, us- you're, a queen, you're a queen about that, man. I go on LinkedIn all the time. And I, the first thing <laughs> on my news feed and LinkedIn is like, it's like, it's like your, your, your videos. The and videos. I go on Facebook. I go on Facebook and I, and I start scrolling down. And I see your video again. And then, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, man. Then I'm like, all right. Then I go on, I go on Instagram. Next thing you know, it's like, women. It's like, it's like, it's like man. So, so I'm like, man, she's everywhere, man. I know, man. I, I try to maximize those three platforms. LinkedIn, man, people be sleeping on LinkedIn. That is the platform right now. I've been enjoying myself there. The community has been amazing. So, I mean, 2020, I'm, we're all pumped up. And I tell people, I just did a video on Instagram recently. You know, I don't want this new decade or this new year to just be the same that everyone's, oh, this is my year, this is my year. I mean, it just gets so cliche. Honestly, for you, what is your goal for your business or even for yourself personally in this new decade, in the next 10 years, where do you see yourself? What do you want to accomplish? That's a great question. And I thank you for asking that. You know, as much as I would, like, oh man, I just threw it away. But we had, um, I showed my business partner, like what the plan mm-hmm. was. And, and 2020 mm-hmm. is a year of, of, of setting up the, the true foundation. It's as if 2017 to 2019 was was the year of of understanding the systems, understanding business, understanding myself as a person. I'll tell you an example. In 2016, my mentor Jonathan Lee, one of my mentors, mm-hmm. he he said, "Andy, what you got to do is you got to wake up early, man. You got to wake up early, get get to the gym, um, eat healthy. You gotta you gotta yep. extend your day." So this is a millionaire telling me a multi multi millionaire with Hmm. Uh, you know, generating hundreds of million dollars, telling me like giving me words of wisdom, and I have I was very close to him. I worked with him every single day. You know, hmm. I, I knew his family the whole nine yards. So he's giving me advice on on where I need to tweak my myself, and and so I said, okay, it's too hard to wake up that early. He told me to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. To, it's, I said it's too hard. Whoa, you know? whoa, 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 whoa! He told you to wake up at what time? Six. Guess what time I wake up every single day? Six. Three forty-five. I'm in the gym by 4:20. Exactly, exactly. So, so that goes to my point. That goes to my yeah. point. That's powerful. That's powerful. So, so you, you, you want some other stuff now? Yeah, I train from 4:30 to 6 a.m. every single morning. Exactly. So that goes to my point because he told me to yeah. wake up at that time. Yeah. I was, I was rebuking it. I was like fighting it. I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, I don't want to change. I was, I was, I was like, oh no, nah, I can't change. And then, and then. There was there was a there was there was connection or, or discussion about me smiling and me using my energy because uh-huh. so you, you don't know Dupe but when I came here to, to the West Coast I kept uh-huh. the same attitude that I had on the East Coast so right. I, I, I met people 
Yeah, so I, I met people like this. I was like, what's up, man? Right. Like, I did not smile. Like, right. my first date, my first date, I'm thinking about my first date with um, someone I, I, I'm nearly, I nearly, I very much am in love with. And I'm thinking uh-huh. about her on our first date. My first date was like, what's up, girl? How you doing? <laughs> and, and, and this is, this is how I came about. That, right. that, that's how I was as a person. Now, you're saying I have so much energy. It's true. I had that deep-rooted in me. But, 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 but realistically, back then, I was like, what's up, man? Yo, what's good? What's good, man? And, and my hand, like, I'm always on edge because on the, where I come from, you always right. got to be aware of your surroundings because you can always exactly. get, like, you know, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. I was just telling my friend yesterday for that, that the person that we moved in with, we were talking about stories about, like, hey, you know, if someone comes up to you and asks you about your shoe size, Tell them that you're a size seven or something because if your shoe size matches their shoe size, that's that's what you call a setup for a lick. Like you're about to get robbed right now. Okay, so, that, so oh wow, that's crazy. Like, like oh man, that's some nice shoes, man. What size are you? Oh, I'm eleven. Yeah, me too, nigga. Like, like <laughs> and, then, and then they'll they'll take they'll take it, they'll take right. it from you. you know? So so, but that's where that's where I come from. So when I came in, I was like I was like this, like like always on edge. And then, but my mentor, what he did for me was when I started working for him, it was a short period of time, literally one month. I didn't need the job. I had money. It was the, just the fact I want to get around him. So I'm working for him, and, and he says, Andy, smile. And, I, and mm-hmm. I, said, I said, I am smiling. I said, I am smiling. And he says, no one's going to buy it. So he sat me down in front of a mirror, like, and I thank God for him. He sat me down in front of a mirror, and he says, do you know why you did not sell any machines this, one, uh, this week? I said, mm-hmm. why? He said, because you're not smiling. And he said, look in the mirror. Now, I got an attitude. Oh, my God, I'm so angry. I got an attitude. And, and, but the thing is, he comes from a, like a similar environment, so he knows how to handle me. So, mm-hmm. so he, he, said, he said, hey, young man, check yourself. Look at the mirror. I said, look, I looked in the mirror. He said, he said would you buy from you? I said, no. Nah. And he said, why? I look mad. I said, but I'm not mad. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. He said, but you look mm-hmm. mad. It don't matter what you are, you are or not, you look mad. Right. Nobody's going to buy from you. So what do you need to do? He said, smile. And literally, like right there, like this demon of like like anger mm-hmm. like came off of me. And and, and it, I was like, what's up, Mr. Lee? How are you? I'm Andy all day. <laughs> and you got a nice smile and white teeth. So like, show it off. Right. So, so those little tweaks that he was trying right. to make in me, yeah. 6 o'clock in the morning, smile, have energy. It. You're going to make more money. Yeah. I did not listen. That's the thing. I did not listen. Fast forward a couple of years. Now, this morning, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up at 3 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm. I'm in the gym. Uh, I eat healthier. Uh, I'm, not as, I, I, I'm not as big as, as I used to be, right? I'm not as, I, I was really, mm-hmm. I was really, I'm not as big as I used to be, and I'm constantly progressing in my, in my fitness. Like, like, I'm sexier than ever. Like, when I look in the mirror, sometimes I just want to look the mirror. Like, right now, I want to <laughs> lick the screen. You know, I, I, I got to keep my... You are too funny. I got to keep this distance from my screen because I might lick it, you know, like, but... but but realistically, those right. tweaks, I smiled more. My energy, all of that increased my income. And your all confidence, though, too. Because, like, work, I know for me, just going in the gym every single morning and starting my day that way, it, it really, like, locks in your mindset. Because I don't care what happens after that when I go home. I can lose a client. I can lose a deal. You know, things can go wrong. But I'm not easily affected. Because I already trained my mindset in the gym. You know what I'm saying? And I already feel like I've accomplished something by the time I get home at 6 a.m. So it really helps with your speaking business and getting on stage too, I feel like. No, 100%. Let me tell you, sales, I'm actually naturally an introvert, believe it or not. Right, right. I'm actually naturally, I don't want to talk to people. Right. I don't don't want to, but sales got me to a point where Mm. I realized that I had to 
break this barrier of, of not, them not knowing me to, in order for me to get paid. So right. I did that so often, it became a muscle. Then mm -hmm. I transitioned down on stage where I'm really animated. Like on stage, I'm animated, yeah. but really yeah. in my natural life, I'm, not, I'm very shy. I'm, I'm very shy. I would have never guessed that. That's crazy. Well, tell no, us I'm, something. I'm in my own bubble. bubble. Tell us something that you and I, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Tell us something that you learned as a speaker that you want to share with our audience that maybe will help them in their speaking career in 2020. Yo, get a product. Yeah. Build a product. Mm -hmm. See, when I, when I started speaking, and I'm here in my home, so, I'll, I'll, so I'll, I can show it to you. But when I started speaking, okay. I uh -huh. thought that this was the product. Right. The book. That everyone book. says, write a book, write a book. Write a book. So, so right. I, said, I, said, I said, okay. I said, I said okay, um, I'm a speaker. I need to make mm -hmm. money. I hear all these speakers talk about make, get a product. So I create a product. Right. And, okay, I got my book. Now I need to make $10,000 a month. 10, 25 bucks per book. You know how, that, that means I had to sell 400 books. I remember doing the math in a couple of years ago. I, I was right. doing the math. And I was like, I was like, I have 400 books a month, $10,000 a, $10, a month. Okay, boom, 100 books a week. At, mm -hmm. Okay, I can make my, my, my 2,500. Okay, 25. Okay, boom. I got it. I'm going to go sell 100 books, 9 to 5, like everyone else. I'll be made to make $10,000 a month. Yo, do you know how hard it is to meet a hundred new people a day and close a hundred people a day? I know. I mean, a, a month. Yeah. I mean, a week. Yeah. So it's a lot to to to, to meet a hundred. So I then created what I called a high ticket or a knowledge based digital yeah. product. Yeah. That was my determining. That was, that was for me too. When I when I created a premium course, I call it a premium product. When I created my premium products, it was so easy. I went from, like you said, just having like random stuff, t-shirts and stuff to a premium course for a thousand dollars. And it blew my mind that I sold more premium products than I did the smaller products. And that's when I was like, okay. And I think it's important to have a variety. You know what I'm saying? I learned from somewhere the three prong system and they say the one-to-one, -one, which is not scalable, right? One-to-one -one coaching, you know, the one-to-many, which is something where you can maybe do a group coaching call or even a speaking engagement because you can get paid whatever your speaking fee to speak in front of all those people. And then your evergreen product, which is you making money as while you're sleeping, right? So having a, a, a variety of all three is very important. And I've learned like, okay, what is going to be like my evergreen? It's going to be my membership site, Davi Creative, where I host all like my products um, for speaker development, curriculum development, and brand development. And so that's what I was telling you about how we're building that. And then I still have my one-on-one -on -one coaching and then speaking is my one-to-many, you know? And so where I'm focusing is speaking and my evergreen because that's scalable. And then I'm only taking like a handful of one-to-one -one clients because again, that that's where if you're doing one-to-one, -one, you can't be making money doing other things, right? So I, I learned that from, I forgot who taught me that, but I've always stuck to that, and that's helped me a lot in my business. 100%, and that's, that's very valuable. And I would actually add for your, for your audience, because your audience yeah. are like people who are looking to learn, is that what it yeah. is? Uh -huh. So I would add that you're going to have your, your, digital, your digital products, your, uh -huh. your, your knowledge-based digital products, so you call it uh -huh. evergreen. Evergreen uh -huh. is typically just, just saying that it does it automatically on its own. Exactly. So your, your, your knowledge-based digital product, uh -huh. your, book, your book's job uh -huh. is to share, do a couple of things. Number one, uh -huh. your book, the job of your book is to share your story. Right. right? So you're going to share number, these four things. Number one, you're going to share your message. Uh -huh. Number two, you're going to share why that is your message. Uh -huh. Number three, you're going to share your story. And number uh -huh. four, you're going to share your business. 
what people fail to do is they fail to share their business. So they go here, here's my story. And mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, great. Now I know a lot about you. So you're, exactly. creating, you're creating fame versus a business. Exactly. There's no sustainability. Book, there won't be any sustainability. So exactly. your, book, your book has to lead yeah. to your website to exactly. where you're going to opt in. Then here's a strategy. I'm going to give you a freebie, okay? Here's All a strategy. Right. At the end of your book, I want mm -hmm. you to say, was this book valuable to you? Give it to somebody you care about. I love that. I love that. Give this book that. to somebody you care about. We live in a world of abundance. You read it already. Give it to somebody you care about. Exactly. Don't leave it you don't need to hold on to that. I love that. I'm about to, I, I'm about to do that on my book. <laughs> I love so in that. In the life baby. of the book, in the life of this book, now, this, in, in the next, let's say, let's say six years, in the next uh -huh. six years, it would touch, on average, let's say four hands uh -huh. that I personally couldn't reach. Right. And out of those four hands, uh -huh. out of those four hands, two of them, I mean, uh -huh. uh, four of them, actually go to the website and opt in it and then go into my funnel right now i go now they, I, this book would touch people that it didn't i didn't market to uh -huh. they opted in and i was able uh -huh. to sell them a product and yeah. i say hey where did you learn about where, where about learn about me well i've been following you for two years and i don't really oh you know what my friend john gave me your book like two years ago that's where it was and then i went to your website the next thing you know, i got an email then I, I purchased that one thing that i came to your event and after yeah. your event I, I love it. Coaching, and I, I, I yeah. went to your coaching, and I went to. And now I'm a, I'm a partner, and then now we own, now we own a business together. Uh, like that's how it works. That's I love that, and that's so true. You know how many people, like you said, you started on YouTube, and I'm gonna. This is the last thing before we close out. Someone every time I meet someone, they say, "Oh, I've been following you for years." Like I remember following you on Periscope. It is amazing how people like, I know, right? How amazing cool. they like follow you. And it's always random people. Like I'm talking to them, a discovery call, signing them up for my coaching program. Oh, how did you hear about me? Oh, I just used to listen to you on Periscope and I ended up following you to Instagram. And then I just see all the content you're posting. I'm like, she can be my coach. Like she knows what she's talking about. So you're right. Like sometimes it takes people a while, but I love the whole sharing is caring. I think that's very key. Where can yeah, we connect with you, Andrew? I, I, I just want I just want to say I've been following you since MySpace, man. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Don't make me that old. Don't make me that old. <laughs> you were probably like in what? Middle school or elementary school? Uh, yeah, man. I was I was that I was that twelve year old rapper from Rhode Island. They call they used to call me Young A Music on that MySpace. That is hilarious. Man. Oh my gosh. Where can our audience connect with you on social media? Hey, the best spot right now is progressionticket.com. Go to Progression nice. Ticket. Learn about the one-day business seminar called the Progression Conference. We're doing a national tour. I right love now. it. That and, uh, conference, y'all, is the bomb.com. Let me tell you, man. So many amazing speakers. When the what the LA, was it the LA tour? Was that what I call it? Okay. You guys, that's probably like one of my top favorite conferences that I've been to, you guys. I'm telling you. And I'm not going to lie, Andy. I was kind of shocked. Like, you surprised me. I was like, oh, whoa. Like, I mean, just the quality of speakers, your professionalism, the location, everything was spot on, man. So this guy right here knows his stuff, you guys. I'm telling you. So progressionticket.com. <laughs> progressionticket.com, baby. Let's go. Let's go, baby. 2020. <laughs> Hey, Goofy, thank you so much for having me with your audience today. Man, it's been a pleasure, my friend. It's been a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your holiday break.